everybody, welcome to Hack History. We're back again. Seems like we're back a lot these days. I don't know what that back means. Back in action. We're back, though. We're back. We're back in black, but have no connection to ACDC in any way, shape, or form. Correct. And uh, please don't in please don't say we deal with those. We might have some legal issues. And, Dude, uh, Angus Young's dead. He can't get us. Ah, uh, well, there's plenty other surviving members. <laughs> oh, not for long. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, Halloween. At the very least. Uh, we're doing something we haven't done in quite a while. Uh, it's been a hot minute. Uh, we <laughs> do another lit literature episode, and I was trying to build it up, but Jake's like, nah, man, just get to it. Oh, man, you just like mad sauce, no cap, Yankee with no fruit. So before we get into it and before we announce the name of the book uh, slash uh, stage performance, haha, anyway, <laughs> uh, you can follow us uh and at you liked our Facebook page, Hacks History. On Facebook, you can follow us on Instagram at hacked underscore history. And then you can go ahead and shoot us an email if you'd like at hackshistory101 at gmail.com. And uh, since we haven't done a ratings plea in a while, please, please, please go ahead and give us a rating or review. If possible, please give us a high one. It definitely helps with us appearing in search results and it gets us more known. And if you like what we're doing... Uh, it definitely lets us know that we should keep doing this because this is something you care about. We do appreciate it. Uh, isn't that right, Jake? Yes. All right. Jake's the man a few words, everybody. Yeah. Uh, that's not true if you ever remotely listen to this podcast, though. Yeah, because I talk a fuckload. <laughs> you do. Uh, so, <laughs> with that being said, uh, let's go ahead and announce the name of the book. Jake, what kind of performance are we going to fucking put out there? Oh, uh, we're, we're handling it dandy. For all y'all listening, reel your minds back. To high school English class dun, dun, dun. whatever fucking year you went to high school, I don't want your life story. But what's important is we are reading the one, the only, The Crucible. See, and I actually never read this in high school. That's because you didn't pay attention. No, I didnn't have to read it, Jake. Fuck you. <laughs> actually didn't. We get it, you were special. <laughs> no, it just didn't come up. I would have loved to read this. Oh. <laughs> your AP classes, you didn't have to do it. No, I took regular... Yeah, not the point. Hey, hey. Anyway, this is written by Arthur Miller. Um, and uh, just to give some historical context, uh, so this is on the Salem Witch Trials, but this wasn't written until 1950. Now, Jake, for why would, why would something like this be coming up in the 50s uh, that someone uh, might be talking about it? Because this story, anybody who's familiar with The Crucible will understand that it's not about witches. It's about a lot deeper things. Society, mostly paranoia, that comes with sort of an unseen danger. So one of the things that this is basically trying to connect to is the Red Scare and McCarthyism. That was what he was kind of like in a weird, like hidden criticism, but not so hidden criticism. And that's really why I like this story. So if you go way back to one of our earlier episodes uh, in what seems like it's been 10 years ago in this year of 2020, uh, you will uh, you'll see we did an episode on Joseph McCarthy. We do go over some of the uh, topics. Yes, the Wisconsin shit stain himself. Yep, uh, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, point being, uh, we do discuss some more of the intricacies of the Red Scare in there. We're not going to get too much into it, uh, just, uh, quite yet, because the book does a really good job of kind of explaining sort of how someone could feel that sort of paranoia. So while this wasn't, like, written directly about the Cold War, it was kind of like, a like, I'm trying to... We'd say it's a satire. It's, it's, it's sort of like a cultural satire. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, in the vein of things that Mark Twain would have done. But with less, less I was about to say, but with a lot less uh, mention of the N-word, <laughs> which is why we're not doing a Mark Twain novelization on lit literature, because we will not say that word. No, no. But, and any other word outside of it is equally as terrible, so. Correct. 
Um, but we are back though. We're doing the crucible, and uh, just in time for Halloween, which was yesterday. Yeah, we're late. Uh, we definitely wanted to get this done before Halloween, and we still have another episode that I need to get edited so I can release. Uh, that was oh. supposed to be our Halloween special because you know we don't work oh, with dates. Think... We don't work with dates here at, at uh, Hats History. To we be just... honest, Lucas has not, no calendar in his house at all, and I'm pretty sure that you have the windows blade or the. Fuck me. You have the shades in, drawn all day. Which I live in consummate darkness. Pretty much. It's like living in a bunker. <laughs> living in a box. <laughs> living in a cardboard. Anyway. Uh, go check out that song. <clears throat> living in a box by living in a box. It's good. It's a great song. It's a great song. Anyway. So I think uh, probably did enough messing around. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's just jump right into it. Uh, here we go. Act one, scene one. Jake set the scene. That's right. All right. So I will be the narrator for the story. And uh, unlike usual, I'm going to try to keep it as professional as possible. <laughs> All right. Act one, scene one. A bedroom in Reverend Samuel Paris's house, Salem, Massachusetts, in the spring of the year 1692. As the curtain rises, we see Paris on his knees beside a bed. Situated in the corner of the stage, again, this was a play, his daughter Betty, age 10, is asleep in it. But the headboard blocks our view of her. The Could slow... we just go Catholics in this play? What? <laughs> the daughter... Being 10 years old. I, I guess it anyway. would have to be a boy for that joke to work, but. You got it. Alright, now you've just thrown me the fuck off. No, it takes too long. <laughs> anyway, the slow rising of light revealing the scene should imply the dawning of day. One emphatic source of light is at the left. But since the stage is surrounded. Just as L. <laughs> but since the stage is surrounded by black velour, <laughs> freedom is given to light. The area, as, <laughs> it's devolving into that. The area as the imagination requires. The only backdrop in all sides of the play is of black curtains at the back and sides of the stage. So much better. The curtains at the side of the stage, legs, are parallel to each other and parallel to the front of the stage. <laughs> this is much better than Alan's doing, you know. There are three of these curtains on each side of the stage. All entrances are made between these legs. Across the back of the stage is one curtain. In front of the curtains is a misty, bluish lighting effect. And this can be achieved by a pipe of lights directly in front of the black backdrop, for which reason we're being given a full rundown on stage setup. I have to enjoy this. I'm going to laugh. It's dry as hell, but the <laughs> Rays of light can extend slightly. <laughs> it says DS. What the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Keep going, keep going. Slightly to be used as a definitive border for the acting area. This makes the black backdrop less stark and produces a sheet of light to appear as the back wall of the set. The mood must be one of high mystery, impending revelation. There will be a straight wooden chair on the left of the bed and another at <laughs> right and upstage of it. And a flat-topped closed chest where convenient. The relative, the relative placing of these objects depends on the acting scheme. Rather than course, upon the requirements yes. of the normal bedroom idea. Yep, makes so much sense. Two beds in the 1950s because the wife and the husband are not allowed to sleep together. As uh, they should, as they should be, as they should. All right. <laughs> in any case, <laughs> the idea of this furniture is stark, utilitarian, and beautiful in that direct way. Across the back of the stage, a curtain of bluish light relieves the blackness of the drapes. It will be possible for an actor to stand behind this light curtain and to be barely visible to the audience as he awaits his entrance. Entrance? Yes. <clears throat> Until he steps through this curtain, he will be inactive, and in effect, not present in the scene. However, 
entrances may be made directly from offstage if preferred. I love that he basically said, like, though I'm going to, like, rereading it, until he steps through this curtain, he will be inactive. Makes me think I'm talking about, like, a sleeper agent. <laughs> until I tell him, wow, <laughs> those, I... wow, that Italian family sure is quiet. <laughs> oh my God, now we're getting to see that family guy. Great. All right. <laughs> oh, he, he'd love that. Anyway. As Pierce prays, Tichuba appears behind the light curtain. She hesitates before entering, then steps into the acting area, approaches her master, glancing over his back at the child on the bed. Pause for a second. My Betty be hardy soon. I'm sorry, I'm doing I'm gonna be talking to myself here. Yep. Out of here! My Betty not gonna die. Out of my sight! Out of my Tichuba hurries exits hurriedly. He kneels again, he's overcome with sobs. Oh my god. God help me. The liberals are taking over the swamps. Quaking <laughs> with a body full of fear and uttering indecipherable syllables of sobs. Betty, child, dear child, will you wake? We open up your eyes to see. The communist infiltration of America. That's happening, folks. <laughs> Betty, little one. Abigail Williams, 17 inches. Alex, how'd you get your children back? <laughs> <laughs> I stole them in my garden. Right, anyway. The frog people. <laughs> Frogs. Right, anyway. um, Abigail Williams, 17 inches. A striking, beautiful girl, and often with an endless capacity for disassembling. Now she is all worry and apprehension and propriety. Uncle, Susanna Wilcott's here from Dr. Greg's. Oh! The doctor! Rising. Let her come. Let her come, something I don't let my wife do. <laughs> what do you think I'm trying to do? It's so good, though. <laughs> come in, Susanna. Susanna Walcott, a little younger than Abigail, enters. What does the doctor say, child? That. Dr. Griggs Who's your character? Oh, it's supposed to uh, yeah. I gotta Oh, hear I know who that is Okay, all right, all right. okay here we go Dr. Griggs, he, he bid me come and tell you Reverend sir That he cannot discover to medicine For it is <laughs> It's in his books God damn <laughs> They must search on. Aye, <laughs> sir. He have not. He have been searching his books since he left you, sir. But he bid me to tell you that you might look to unnatural things for the cause of it. I'm, I'm gonna be honest too, for the listeners' sake. Um, this is almost somewhat written in the parlance of the 1600s, so we're gonna fuck this up at least once. Yeah, it's a little. Anyway, it's a, it's it, a, it'll make sense. It's a thing. Just, yeah. No! No! There ain't no unnatural causes here. Tell him I sent for Reverend Hale of Beverly. And Mr. Hale will surely... Oh, sorry. Yeah, Mr. Hale will surely confirm that. Let him look to medicine. Put all thoughts of the unnatural causes here. There be none. Now try and buy my soap, my tactical soap from my store. Aye, sir. You bid me to tell you. <clears throat> Speak nothing of it in the village, Susanna. You go directly home and speak nothing of unnatural causes. I, sir, I pray for her. Goes out. Uncle, 
the rumor of witchcraft is all about. I think you best go down and deny it yourself. The parlor's packed with people, sir. I'll sit with her. And what shall I see to them? my daughter and niece, I discovered dancing like heathen in the forest. Uncle, we did dance. Let me tell you that I, them I confessed it. But they are speaking of witchcraft. Betty's not witched. No, no, it's just the, it's just the fever, because they would fall ill to shit all the time. Fever. <laughs> Blackies are gonna sue us. Anyway. <laughs> it's Black Keys. Oh, song. the Black Keys. Ah. Yes, the Black Keys. Ooh. Anyway. <laughs> Third, that's a music. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You're, you're in the good there. Anyway. God damn it. Shit, where are we? Okay. All right. I cannot go before the congregation when I know that you have not opened with me. What did you do there in the forest? We did dance, Uncle. And when you leapt out of the bush so suddenly, Betty was frightened and then she she fainted. And that's the whole of it. Alright, listener. Child, sit you ass down. <laughs> <coughs> I would never hurt Betty. I love her dearly. I. Now, look, you, child. I have no illusion to punish you. It's starting to become Nixon. <laughs> See, but you can't, though, because I'm using it. I know. I'm not trying to. It's, <laughs> I know, I a, it's just, it's hard to keep, it's hard to keep Alex Jones' voice. You, you picked this. I did. I did. And I'm sticking to it. Okay. <laughs> I have no desire to punish you. I will come in its time. But if you trapping with spirits in the forest, I must know it, for surely my enemies will, and they will ruin me with it. But we never conjured spirits. Damn it! The liberals are everywhere! <laughs> <laughs> then why can't she not move herself since midnight? This child is desperate. It must come out. My enemies will bring it out. Your neighbors are going to hate the shit out of us. Yeah, you might want to just tamper it a little bit. I, it's the only way I can keep that accent going yeah, correctly. Maybe, maybe, maybe switch it to, like, Calm House Jones. Where he's going All right, we'll do this. You go. Uh, wait, what? I know it, Uncle. I know it, Uncle. Okay. No, I lost my spot. Fuck. All right. Um, there's a faction that has sworn to drive me from my pulpit. Do you understand that? I think so, sir. Now then, in the midst of such, dis such disruption, because I can't read. This is better. This is better. My own household is discovered to be the very center of some obscene practice. <laughs> Abominations are done in the forest! <laughs> I, there will be times when yeah, I have yeah. to scream. Just... It were only sport, uncle. I saw Tichiba waving her arms over the fire when I came to you. Why was she doing that? Where's the answers? Where are the emails? What? No, it's, it's going to trigger me sometimes. Because... <laughs> I heard a screeching and gibberish coming from her mouth. Also, we, we have to be very careful with this story, listener, because it, it tends to get a little sketchy because it's from the 50s. Oh, and please also understand that, like, you know, we're doing this in the best faith that we can. Yeah. We, we, we gave uh, Tichiba a very normal voice because... I'm literally just talking like this because there's no way in hell I'm going to do a voice for a slave. Yeah. That's not respectful. Because we're not going to make fun of that situation oh, so God, we just no. want to make that blatantly clear uh we're making fun of the people basically 
around that situation, and we are in no way endorsing slavery because yep. that fucking stuff is awful. So, just that was our PSA. That's our PSA for you. Well, I'm going to get the more you know sound effect. If we can buy that, we'll do that every time we have to talk about this. Anyway. <laughs> All right, let's pick it up. She always sings her Barbados songs, and we dance. I cannot blink what I saw her, Abigail, for my enemies will not blink it. I saw a dress lying on the grass. A dress? A dress. And I thought I saw someone naked-like running through the, the trees. No one was naked. You mistake yourself, on. Where are the facts? <laughs> I saw it. Now tell me true, Abigail. Now my ministry is at stake. My ministry and perhaps your cousin's life. Whatever abomination you have done, give me all of it now, for I dare not be taken unaware when I go before them down there. There's nothing more, I swear it, Uncle. Abigail, I fought here for three long years to bend these stiff-necked people to me. And now, just now, when there must be some good respect for me in the parish, you compromise my very character. My not my statements my about... Not my statements about things that are false flags because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> that, that's criticizing you, Jones. I'm calling you out. Uh-huh. Fight me in the parking lot. Anyway, um, I've given you a home, child. i put clothes on your back. Now give me upright answer. Your name in the town it is entirely white, is it not? Why, I'm sure it is. Mm-hmm. There'd be no blush about my name. I'm sorry. It's I, about reputation. I laughed about a little bit to myself because in my mind I said, your name is White, yes? And I think to myself, and you doing the southern voice, I'm like, oh, she White. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. All right, way to make me look like the asshole. No, I... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'll hear your dismissal of it. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yes, we will. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we will. All right. All right. Wait. Got him. Um, Abigail, is there any other cause than you have told me for Goody Proctor discharging you? It has troubled me that you are not sitting. just makes me think that she just shat her out. Yeah, I, I got that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you needed clarification. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. So, I'm what with, goes on? I'm with you. I'm with you. Let's keep going. It has it troubled me that you are now seven months out of her house. And all this time, no other family's been called for your service. They want slaves, not such as I. Let them send to Barbados for that. I will not black my face for any of them. Enter Mrs. Ann Putnam. She's a twist. Did take a second that line? Oh. Fuck, that was awful. That one was bad, but we're just, yeah. Ugh. There's not much I can say about that. It's, it's, yeah. Anyway. She's a twisted soul of forty-five, a death-ridden woman haunted by dreams. No! No, I cannot have any more. Why could he put them? <laughs> the fuck? Right. Come in. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. This is you, my friend. I'm sorry. I gotta change. I gotta change character. Too. Hold up. It is a marvel. It is surely a stroke of hell upon you. No, Gertie Putnam, it, it, no. <laughs> How high did she fly? How high, my dear boy? <laughs> no, no, she never flew. 
just buy my tactical bath, please. <laughs> Why, it's sure she did. Mr. Collins saw her going over Ingersoll's bar. <laughs> Come down light as a bird, he says. <laughs> now look, you goody Putnam Shinner. Enter Thomas Putnam, a well-to-do, hard-handed landowner near 50. Oh, good morning, Mr. Putnam. <clears throat> It is a privilege that the thing is, uh, <laughs> now it is in Providence. <laughs> What's that, sir? What's? What you buddy? Putnam. Why, her, her eyes is closed. Look, you in. Why, that's strange. Eyes is open. <laughs> that's you? Oh, no, that's me. No, Hold that's you. You're a little Ruth is sick. Might be all them chemtrails. <laughs> I'd not call it sick. The devil's touch is heavier than sick. It's death, you know. <laughs> it's what it's, it's death driving them to the forked and hooped. <laughs> oh, Prina. What? How does your child ail? <laughs> I'm talking to myself, fuck. <laughs> she ails as she must. She never waked this morning, but her eyes open and she walks. Her hears not, sees not, and cannot eat. Her soul is taken, surely. <clears throat> they, oh, they say that you've uh, sent for Reverend Hale of uh, Beverly. Beverly. <laughs> Beverly. <laughs> oh, you trying to do the uh, yeah, Beverly? Yeah, the Beverly. <laughs> nice, I was nice. trying and I was succeeding. Anyway, um, really self-assured. Oh, Jesus Christ, okay. Alright, come correct next time. Anyway. It's just a precaution only. As much experience in all demonic arts and uh, liberal scare tactics. And I... He has indeed and found a witch in Beverly last year. I'll let you remember that. <laughs> Try to keep it together. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Now, goody Ann. They only thought there was a witch. or there That there were a witch. I'm certain. Well, there can be no element of witchcraft here. Putnam. No witchcraft. Now, look you, <laughs> Mr. Parrish. Is it supposed to be Nixon? Yeah. Oh, my God. It sounds like Nixon if he's got, like, peanut butter stuffed up in the upper corners of his mouth. <laughs> There's more difficult things out there than witchcraft, communism, and, and the Cambodians. I'm going to call my friend Mr. Dean, and we're going to solve all the issues. Yeah, I love you like I love my spotted dog, Checkers. Anyway. <laughs> Shut up, Jelly! Anyway, oh. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Where are we? Uh, 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 I read the line where uh, it's after the witchcraft line. So oh, okay, okay, okay. St. Thomas, Thomas. Okay, yeah. Thomas, Thomas, I pray you, leave back to witchcraft. I know that you, you, least of all times, whatever wish, so disastrous a charge laid upon me, we cannot leap to witchcraft. They will howl me out of Salem for sure corruption in my house. No. Just like in my bank account. Now look you, Mr. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Harris, I have taken your part in all contention here, and I would continue. I cannot if you hold back in this. 
These are hurtful, vengeful spirits laying hands on these children. But Thomas, you can't. Anne, tell Mr. Paris what you have done. Reverend Paris, I have laid several babies unbaptized in the earth. Believe me, sir, you never saw more hearty babies born. And yet, <laughs> yet each... This man, just bear with me. <laughs> I just... Oh, God. And yet each would wither in my arms the very night of their birth. I have spoke nothing, but my heart is clamming intimations. And now this year, my Ruth, my only, I see her turning strange. <laughs> Doctor Strange, no. <laughs> oh, how I start loving the farm. <laughs> I was thinking of, I was thinking of, of a fucking Marvel, but that works too. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. That's your strange love is where I was going with that. Thing. A secret child she has become this year. In shrivels like a suckling mouth we're pulling on her life too. That's just fucking tapeworms, dude. And so I thought to say no to your titular. Titular? That's not him. <laughs> Wait, what my titular? Titular knows how to speak to the dead, Mr. Paris. Good again. It's a formidable scene to conjure up the dead. Why don't you tell me? Do you know where Area 51 is? <laughs> I take it on my soul. But who else may surely tell in what person murdered my baby? What? <laughs> He's yelling. What do you want I, me to I, do? I know, I know. The noise complaint is yours, not mine. Does this make it better? <laughs> They were murdered, Mr. Paris. Okay, I would like to remind you that your neighbor upstairs was, I think, moving their fucking fridge. And it sounded like a whole army division was deciding to drive through your upstairs hallway. That's so fuck them, alright? <laughs> anyway. They were murdered, Mr. Paris. And mark this proof. Mark it! <laughs> Last night, my Ruth, were ever so close to their little spirits. I know it, sir. But how else is she struck dumb? Now except some power of darkness would stop her mouth. It is a marvellous sign, Mr. Paris. Don't you understand it, sir? There is a murdering with among us bound to keep yourself in the dark. Let your enemies make it of what they will. You cannot blink it more. You sound so much like Macho Man Randy Savage right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit more jowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's <brutal. laughs> Anyway. <laughs> to Abigail. And you were conjuring the spirits last night, weren't you? Trying to conspire against me. Not I, sir. Not I. Titch of Ruth. Now I am undone. You are not undone. Let you take hold here. Wait for no one to... <laughs> you take hold here. Uh, wait for no one to charge you. Declare it yourself. You have discovered witchcraft. It's actually fairly smart. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> in my house. In my house, Thomas. They were oh, talking. <laughs> Madness is going to sue us now. Oh, oh. Linda, go listen to that band. They're pretty good. Anyway. Um. Fuck. <laughs> in my house, Thomas. They will top of me with this. They will make sand of it. Enter Mercy Lou was the shy, merciless girl of 18. Makes it sound like a fucking SS officer. Um, Mercy. 
This is you. You right. Oh, fuck, it is mean. Never mind. Give me a sec, I'm sorry. Oh, that's... You, know, you okay. had it. Here we go. You're important! <laughs> I'd like to see how bad he is! Got here, I talk to myself. Yeah. Why aren't you home? Who's with Ruth? Her grandma came. She improved a little, I think. She gave a powerful sneeze before. That's not improvement. <laughs> oh shit, now you gonna do Ann. No, you're Ann. Am I? Oh, you're right. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's the sign of life. <laughs> I fear no more, Goody Putnam. It were a grand sneeze. I wonder like it will shake her wits together, I'm sure. Or break her fucking hip. Jesus Christ. Will you leave me now, Thomas? I would pray a while alone. Uncle, you prayed since midnight. Why do you do go down and... Why do you do go down? Why, why do you not go down and... No, no. I'll wait till Mr. Hale arrives. To Paris. Paris. To Paris. No, no, look you. No, That's you. Ha <laughs> 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 oh, It's okay. <laughs> now look you, sir. Let you strike out against the devil and the village will bless you for it. Come down and speak to them. Per play with them. They're thirsting for your word, mister. Surely you'll play with them. Oh, hell yeah, they're thirsty AF. Anyway. <laughs> I have no stomach for disputation this morning. I will let them. I will lead them in a song. But let you say nothing of witchcraft yet. I will not discuss it. The cause is yet unknown. I have had enough contention since I came. I want no more. Putnam crosses left to above table, gets hat, crosses, and exits. Mercy! You go home, Truth. Do you hear? I won't. Anne goes out. If she starts for the window, cry for me at once. I'm going to bolt the door. Yes, Uncle. <clears throat> oh. That was bad. ASMR for you folks. There's a terrible power in her arms today. There we go. I was waiting for you to say goes out with Oh, Putnam. sorry. Yes, goes out with Putnam. I assumed that was just filler. That's, that's we don't know. How's Ruth sick? It's weirdish. I don't know. She seems to look like a dead one since last night. Betty. Betty doesn't move. She shakes it. <laughs> No. Nope. <laughs> so, fuck. Now, stop this, Betty. Sit up now. Have you tried beating her? I, <laughs> I gave Ruth a good one, and it went drunk for a minute. Here, let me have her. No, he'll be coming up. Now, look, you. If they still questioning us, tell them we tell them we danced. I told them as much already. And what more? He saw you naked. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Falls back to the back. Enter Mary Warren, Warren, breathless. She is 17, a subservient, naive, naive girl. girl. I must... <laughs> Mary Warren. Do I do Mary? No, that's me. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. And, um, I gotta get... Okay. What will do? The whole village is out. Oh, whoops, sorry. I gotta do that. I just gotta say one word and I'll get that horrible... That's just terrible. It's just terrible. What'll we do when the whole village is out? Mercy, you're mimicking her. What we'll do? Sitting up. I'll, I'll just come up from the farm. The whole country's talking witchcraft. They be calling us witches, Abby. Mimicking her. They be calling us witches, Abby! <laughs> she means to tell, I know it. <laughs> 
referees are hanging there or hanging like they done in Boston two years ago, just like the Celtics in the final. <laughs> that was just horrible. Like, that's we, just must horrible. Tell, we must tell the truth, Abby. You know, you'll not only be whipped for dancing and the other things. Oh, we'll be whipped. Ooh, damn. <laughs> I didn't mean to read it like that, but I did. I'm sorry. Oh. I've never done none of it, Abby. I only looked. Oh God! I love the concept of this like eight, like seventeen-year-old oh. girl with a fucking with. Damn it! I, it's hard enough for me to keep this going. I'm sorry, going I'm sorry, I'm breaking up. Oh, you're a great one for looking, aren't you, Mary Warren? <laughs> that was a real Karen way to do that. Oh, I'm sorry. Betty, now Betty, dear, wake up now. It's Abby, girl. <laughs> she sits up, Betty. Betty up, furiously shakes her. I'll be Betty. <laughs> Ma, you seem improving. I talked to your papa and I told him everything. So there's nothing to. God, please, God, do I do? Do I? Do I... Betty, do you do Betty too? No, you I do. Know. Yes, you do. What? Oh, no, I do. Okay. <laughs> I want my mama. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we just to just to point out, just to, in the fit of movement, the phone fell off the chair. Oh, I think we caught. We should be good though. Anyway, is it still recording? We still, still, still uh, we're still up. recording. Yeah, we're still. All right. There we go. What else, you Betty? Your mom is dead and buried. Ooh, damn, son. Anyway, <laughs> all flight to mama. Let me fly. <laughs> Raises her arms as though to fly. Mercy and Abigail thrust them down. I told him everything. He knows now. He knows everything. We eat. Betty suddenly springs off bed, rushes across the room to the window where Abigail catches her. You drank blood, Abby. You drank blood. <laughs> That's so bad. Dragging Betty back and uh, Abigail dragging Betty yeah. back to bed and forcing her into it. Betty, you you say you never say that again. You will never. But you did. You did. You drank a charm to kill John Proctor's wife. You drank a charm to kill Goody Proctor. Listen to you, you son of a bitch. What about Shaq? Quit it. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm slapping my knee. <laughs> Abigail slaps her face. Shut it. Now shut that. Ow. Now shut it. Betty collapsing on the bed. Mama. Mama. Ma! She dissolves into silence. Now look, <laughs> sorry, oh, excuse me. Now look, you all, we danced and titubic conjured Ruth Putnam's dead sisters, and that is all. And mark this: let either of you breathe a word on the edge of a word about the other things, and I will come to you in the black of some terrible night, and I will bring a pointy reckoning that will shudder you. And you know I can do it. I saw Indian smash my dear parents' heads on the pillow next to mine. And I have seen some reddish... Reddish? Yeah, that reddish... I don't I believe it's a... I don't think it's a race thing. Night, and I can mark you wish... And I can make you wish you had never seen the sun go down. Betty cries louder. She goes to Betty. Ah! Of mercy and roughly sets her up. Now, now you... Sit up and stop this, Betty claps in her hands. Mary, please. Uh, I know. It. I go. It takes me a second here. That's okay. No, I just I wanted to make sure I'm not just like waiting. 
<clears throat> Toru, what's got her? <laughs> Abby, she's going to die. It's in Cindy Country, and we. I say, shut it, Mary Warren. Answer John Crafty. Oh, 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 no, that's me. So, that's no, me. No, no, I'm Mary. Sorry. You're Mary, but I'm looking at John yes. Crafty as my character. Oh, I, I'm just going home, Miss Mr. Proctor. Huh. I'll be a foolish, Mary Warren. I'll be you deaf. Uh, I, <laughs> um, I forbid you to leave the house. Did I not? Why shall I pay you? Am I looking for you more often than my cows or my prices? I only come to see the great doings in the world. What the fuck is that answer? <laughs> Where? Are, why aren't you working? I'm only here to see the sunrise. That's not an answer. Anyway. Anywho. I'll uh I'll show you uh, a great dune on your arse one of these days. Uh, and I'll get you home. It's starting to become President Obama, which is not the intention. Mary crosses up and out. My wife is waiting with your work. <clears throat> Mercy rising crossing to entrance. Titillated. <laughs> Being aware of their relationship. Ooh. I must be off. I have my work to watch. Good morning, Mr. Proctor. Mercy settles. Sidles up. To the Proctor's entrance, Abigail has stood observing his presence wide eyed. <clears throat> She's only gone silly somehow. <laughs> She'll come out of it. I love the concept of like like <laughs> some sort of serious illness based on like the fetid water they've been drinking. Oh, she's been silly. <laughs> she's so silly. Anyway. Uh-huh. Um So she flies, huh? <laughs> Um, where are her wings? <laughs> God, I hope okay. this picks up on the audio. <laughs> okay, did you hear? I tried to do a nervous laugh. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John. Sure, you're not believing she flies. Um, the road past my house is a pilgrimage to Salem all morning. Down's mumbling witchcraft and praises. Oh, Posh, we were dancing in the woods last night. And my uncle leaped in on us. She took fried is all. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Um, Dancing by the Moonlight, huh? I like that song. Ab- Abigail springs into his path. You'll be clapped in the socks. Socks. Fuck. <laughs> I heard this said socks. Shit. Anyway. <laughs> Before you're 20. What does that even fucking mean? It means that they'll basically throw her in the stockade. Oh, okay. Uh, Abigail bangs at the door. Give me a word, John. A soft word. Oh, no, no. No, Abby. Uh, I'm not I'm not come for that. Oh. You come five miles to see a silly girl fly? I know better. Ooh, I don't like where this is going. I, uh, I come to see what mischief your uncle's brewing now. Put it out of mind, Abby. John, I'm waiting for you every night. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> This is my fucking... Oh, God. Oh, this is my character, huh? All right, anyway. Abby, uh, you you put her out of your mind. Uh, huh. I'll not be coming for you anymore. You're surely sporting with me. You know me better. I know you clutched my back behind your house and swayed like a stallion whenever I come near. What the fuck does I that mean? I see your face when she put me out. 
And you love me then, and you do now. That sounded slightly more like in the fucking mountains than what you were intending to do. <laughs> Out of the Appalachians. You love me then, and you love me now. <laughs> That's a that's a wild thing to say. A wild thing they say wild things. I, I that's a T-shirt. I, huh? uh, I have seen you since she put me out. I have seen you nights. Huh. I've hardly stepped off my farm this seven months. I have a sense for heat, John. And yours has drawn me to my window. Do you tell me you've never looked up at my window? No, stop. That sounds like a euphemism. Stop it. Oh, uh, perhaps I, uh, perhaps I have. I know you, John. I know you. She's weeping. <laughs> oh, no. I cannot sleep for dreaming. I cannot dream, but I wake and walk about the house as though I find you coming through some door. Proctor taking your hands. Oh, good. No, no, it's child. It's the same fucking thing. I'm going with a flash of anger throwing his hands off. How do you call me a child? Oh, you're you're currently below the age of whatever age you are. Um, I think I'm doing a good job. Of you are, yeah. You... <laughs> As three or four persons off stage begin to quiet chant a psalm or hymn, Abby, I may think of you softly from time to time. <laughs> As I try to get this page, everybody, it's a little wild over here. But I will cut off my hand before I ever reach for you again, because you're just that damn just you're just gross. Wipe it out of mind. We'll never, we never touched Abby. <laughs> Abigail putting hands on his shoulders. Aye, but we did. Aye, but we did not. <laughs> Abigail with a bit of with a bitter anger. Oh, I marvel how such a beating her fist against his chest. Strong man may let such a sickly wife be. You speak nothing of Elizabeth. She's blackening my name to the village. She's telling lies about me. She's a cold, sniveling woman, and you and you bend to her. Let her turn you like a... Do you look for a woman? <laughs> Abigail, outraged in tears. I look for John Proctor and put knowledge in my heart. I never knew what pretense Salem was, and I never knew the lying lessons I was taught by all these Christian women and their covenant, their covenant men. And now you bid me tear the light out of my eyes. I will not. I cannot, Shakespeare. You love me, John Proctor. And whatever sin it is that you love me, yet. He turns the, he turns abruptly to go out. She rushes to her blanket. John, pity me, pity me. The word Jehovah is heard in the psalm, the song outside. Betty claps her ears suddenly and whines loudly. Betty? She hurries to Betty, who is sitting up and screaming. Proctor crosses D to U L, which sounds like some sort of chess move, of Abigail. I think it's down to upper left of, yeah. yeah. Who is trying to pull Betty's hands down, calling, Betty! Proctor is growing unnerved, calling. Okay, I'm trying to remember what Proctor was. Oh, yeah, okay. What's going on? Um, what you doing? Girl, what ails you? <laughs> Stop that wailing, girl. I'm going to have to write about this in a, in a, a strong and worded letter. Singing is stopped in the midst of this, and Paris rushes in. What's going on? What are you doing to her, Betty? 
rushes to bed, crying, Betty, Betty, as Anne crosses to a Putnam of Paris, feverishly with curiosity and with her pup, who crosses to behind her. She heard you sing, and suddenly she's up and screaming. The song! <laughs> the song! <laughs> she cannot bear to hear the Lord's name. Oh, God. No! God forbid! Mark it as a sign! Mark it! Rebecca Nurse, 72, enters. She's white-haired, and she leans upon her walking stick. That is a notorious sign of witchcraft to put a prodigious sign. Jesus. Shit. Oh, I'm Rebecca Nurse. Okay. Yep. My mother told me that. When they cannot bear to hear the name of... Rebecca! Rebecca! Come to me! We were lost. She suddenly cannot bear to hear the Lord's name. Rebecca crosses to bed. Giles Corey enters. He is 83, knotted with muscle, canny, inquisitive, and still powerful. That sounds gross. Why are you knotted with muscle? What does that mean? That's so weird. There's a hard... Oh, hold up. Okay, this is still Paris. There's a hard sickness here. Giles Corey. So please to keep the quiet. I am Giles Corey. Yes, you are. I've not said a word yet. No one here can testify I've said his word. Is she going to fly again? I hear she flies. Don't want to go down that road. God damn it. No, that. Now. Oh, fuck. Wait, was that Anna? That was you. Okay. Rebecca stands by Betty, who becomes quiet. What have you done? Um, pray calm yourselves. I have 11 children, and I am 26 times a grandma, and I've seen them all do their silly seasons, and when it comes to... <laughs> sorry, God damn it. And when it comes on them, they Ooh, will that's run, also bad. They will run the devil bow-legged, keeping up with their mischief. I think she'll wake when she tires of it. A child's spirit is like a child. It's so silly. You can never catch it by running after it. You must stand still. And for love, it will soon itself come back. That sounds like a fucking, like, the, like a motivational post on Facebook. I think it's a good voice for that. <laughs> oh, God. Ah, oh, Crocker. Okay. I, that's, a, that's the truth of it, Rebecca. Oh, who's Ann again? Okay. This is no silly season, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> My Ruth is bewildered. Rebecca, she cannot eat. Perhaps she is not hungered yet. Mr. Paris, I hope you are not decided to go in search of loose spirits. They sound kind of slutty, honestly. <laughs> oh, are you fucking shaming now? <laughs> I've heard promise of that outside. I, I'm not even going to unravel what that means. White opinions running in the parish that the devil may be among us. And I would satisfy them that they are wrong. Okay. Um, then let you come out and uh, call them wrong. Uh, are you uh, our minister or Mr. Hale? Uh, did you consult the wardens of the church before you called this minister to look for devils? Question mark. He's not coming to look for devils. <clears throat> then what's he coming for? 
There be children dying in the village, mister. I see none die. Pray, John. Oh, hold up. That's you. Yeah, I'm... Shit. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, I'm Putnam, too. Eh, it's fine. Sound like it. What's that? Eh. It's all right. Well, just remember that. When you see Putnam, that's I'm name. sorry. You didn't start. Because <laughs> you didn't give me a chance. <laughs> you just kept talking. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> There's like eight dudes with the first name P, so calm down. Well, you got to be careful of that. <laughs> pray, John. Pray, John. Be calm. Mr. Paris, I think you'd best send Reverend Hale back as soon as he comes. This will let us all to argue again in the society, and we thought to have peace this year. I think we ought to rely on Dr. Griggs now and good prayer. Oh, God. <coughs> Rebecca, the doctor's baffled. If so he is, then let us go to God for the cause of That's it. not a there good idea. There is danger in the seeking of loose spirits. Again, they sound so slutty. I fear it. I fear it. Let us rather blame ourselves and... Oh, jeez. <laughs> how, how may we blame ourselves? I am of nine sons. The Putnam need have... Seed. The Putnam seed have people of providence. And yet I have one of children of eight, and now she shrivels. I love I love the fact that that basically is just like, my sperm is so strong. <laughs> just like, that's basically what that means. I cannot fathom that. You think it's God's work that you should never lose a child? Not your grandchild either, and I bury all but one. Alright, so Putnam's changing because I can't do the Nixon thing. Just keep going, yeah. He, he's going to be a Midwesterner now. Go ahead. Oh, what? You had two Midwesterners now. Oh, yeah. Well, this is, uh, Putnam was putting on a show. So what happened was he was thought, he was out there trying to act like a real civilized man. He's still pretty civilized. Oh, yeah. But he actually sounds like this. Oh, that's all right. No, that's okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When Reverend oh, yeah, Hale comes, you will proceed to look for signs of witchcraft here. Okay. Uh, witchcraft here. Doctor. Um, you cannot command, Mr. Paris. We vote by name in the society, not by acreage. I never Fucking heard you worried on, on this. Uh, so, <laughs> I never worried. You, you worried so on this society, Mr. Proctor. I do think I saw you at Sabbath meeting since snow flew. Oh, that's what? <laughs> I have trouble enough about coming in five miles to hear him preach on the hellfire and bloody damnation. They're just uh, that really brings me down. That really uh, harshes my mood. There are many others who stay away from. <laughs> it's mad sus, no cap. There, there are many others who stay away from church these days because he hardly ever mentions God anymore, like it should have been. <laughs> Why, well, there's a drastic charge. <laughs> it's so much true. There are many that quail to bring their children. I do not preach for children, Rebecca. It is not the children who are unmindful of their obligations towards this ministry and country. Where is my wood? What? <laughs> <coughs> my contract provides that I be supplied with all my firewood. I'm waiting since November for a stick. And even in November, I have to show my frostbitten hands like some London beggar. He said beggar, everybody. Just make sure. Corey. You. Okay. I, hey, I know. I Just give me a second, all right? There's a lot of characters. <laughs> you can pull that down. Six o'clock. Yeah. So what I get for working overtime. Overtime? 
Anyway. You're allowed six pounds a year to buy your wood, Mr. Paris. <laughs> I don't paid little enough without I spend six pounds on firewood. My salary is 66 pounds, Mr. Proctor. That's too high. We should stop taxing the little guy. I'm not some preaching farmer with a book under my arm. I'm a graduate of Harvard College with those liberal sissies. Aye, <laughs> and well instructed in... Told of them, became JFK. Aye, well instructed in mathematics. Don't want to go down that road. <laughs> Mr. Corey, will you look far for a man of my kind at 60 pound a year? I'm not used to this poverty. I left a thrifty business in the Barbados to serve the Lord. <laughs> I do not fail me. Why am I persecuted here? Is it because I speak only the truth? I cannot offer one proposition, but they are a howling riot of argument. I have often wondered if the devil be in it somewhere. I cannot understand you people otherwise. Uh, Mr. Paris, you are the first minister ever did demand the deed to his house. Just uh, wanted you to know that. Thought uh, you might need to maybe get your ass slapped back in reality. <laughs> I am your third preacher in seven years. What do you mean I can't run the youth program? I do not wish to be put out like the cat. Whenever some majority feels the whim. What about the silent majority? You people seem not to comprehend that a minister in the Lord is the Lord's man in the parish. A minister is not to be so lightly trusted and contradicted. <laughs> Way to go, Putnam. <laughs> Fucking bringing up aces over there. <laughs> There's either obedience or the church will burn like hell is burned. Can you, um, can you speak one minute where without we land in hell again? I'm sick of hell. I'm, I'm darn sick of it. <laughs> it is not for you to say what is good or for what you to hear. <laughs> God damn it. I may speak with my heart, uh, I think. What? Oh, Jesus, hold up. What? Are we Quakers? <laughs> we are not Quakers here yet, Mr. Proctor. Those bunch of pacifists. Not yet. <laughs> and you may tell that to your followers. My followers? <laughs> There's a party in this church. I'm not blind. There's a faction and a party. And it's the Republican Party. Uh, against you? Against him? No, no, no. Oh, what? oh shit, sorry. Against him and his and all his authority. Uh, why then must I find it and join it? He does not mean that. I mean, I mean it solemnly, Rebecca. Like, I, I, I like not the smell of his authority. I have a crop to sow and lumber to drag home. I mean, I'm not buying the shit he's putting down. What say you, Giles? Let's find that party. He says there's a party. I've changed my now I've changed my opinion on this man, Mr. Paris. I'll beg your opinion. God damn it! I, I beg your I gotta, I got I might want to do that one again. I gotta think of the character. Can't go down that road. All right. I've changed my opinion on this man, Mr. Paris. I beg your pardon. I've never thought you had so much iron in you. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just think of this conversation with all those characters. That's a lot. <laughs> Why, thank you, Giles. 
I suggested to the mind that the trouble be among us all these years. Think on it. Wherefore, is everybody suing everybody else? I've been six times in court this year. Don't want to go down the rock road. No. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's going to take... This is going to take so long <laughs> for me to have to shift characters. Um, is it, is it the devil's fault that a man cannot say uh, you good morning without you clapping for defamation? You're old, Giles, and you're not hearing as well as you used to. Oh, get, get fucking wrecked. John Proctor... No, I have only last month collected four pounds damages from you publicly saying I burned the roof of your house and I I never I, I, I've never said uh, no such thing. Uh, but I but I paid for it, so I got I hope I can call you deaf without charge. Uh come along, Giles. You helped me drag my lumber home. <laughs> I love that he basically said, You old bitch, you can't hear and basically said, Now come and help me drag this tree through the grass. <laughs> I'll be damned first. <laughs> <clears throat> Musky fishing, okay. Uh, <laughs> a moment, Mr. Proctor. What lumber is that you're dragging home, if I may ask you? Um, it, it's my lumber. From from out of my forest, uh, by the riverside. Why, we are so surely gone wild this year. What anarchy, what anarchy is this? That t- tract is my bounds. It's my bounds, Mr. Proctor. Oh, it, it's yours? Oh, I, I didn't know you didn't have your name on it. <laughs> In your bounds. I bought that track from Goody Nurse's husband five months ago. He had no right to sell it. It stands clear in my grandfather's will that that land between the river and... Uh, your grandfather had a habit of willing land that never belonged to him, if, if I might say it plain, so fuck you. <laughs> That's God's truth. He nearly willed away my... Mo- oh, shit. He nearly willed away my north pasture. But he knew I'd break his fingers before he said his name of... Jesus Christ. <laughs> said his name to it. Let's get your lumber home, John. I feel a sudden will to work coming on. <laughs> that sounded like a fucking somewhat like... Like a, like a, like a shaded sort of like sex act. I feel the work of... The will of work coming on. <laughs> anyway. You, you will load one oak of mine and you'll fight to drag it home. <laughs> Oh, I'm so confused as to what the fuck this argument is. Putnam, it's his, he, Putnam thinks it's his land. Yeah, I, I get that part, but the concept of, like, everybody's so fucking snarky. I'm not sure if they all just, I mean, obviously they all probably hate each other, but the fact is, like, like, Proctor's like, help me drag this tree. Corey's like, fuck off. And then, and then Corey realizes, oh, you know what, never mind. I don't want to be here for the argument. And <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> anyway. I and we're win two, Putnam. This fool and I. Jesus Christ, what was that accent? Come on. <laughs> uh, I'll have my men on you, Corey. I'll I'll clap a writ on you. Oh, not a writ. Enter Reverend John Hale, 35, a ruggedly ruddy, ruddy, bright young man. He is lauded down with half a dozen heavy books. Pray you, someone take these. <laughs> Putnam crosses to Hale's left and helps him. <laughs> Mr. Hale. God damn it, they're the same place. <laughs> oh, it's good to see you again. <laughs> Helping him as they cross D to the table. <laughs> oh, I bet he can cross a lot of D to the table. Anyway. Neither heavy. <laughs> they must be. They're weighed with authority. 
sorry, God damn it. Well, you do come prepared. <laughs> we shall need hard study if it comes to tracking down the old boy. You cannot be Rebecca Nurse. I am, sir. Do you know me? <laughs> it's strange how I knew you, but I suppose you look as such good should... Oh, shit, sorry, hold up. <laughs> as such a good soul should. We've all heard of your great charities in Beverly. <laughs> Do you know this gentleman, Mr. Thomas Putnam, and his good wife, Anne? Putnam? I had not expected such distinguished company, sir. It does not seem to help us today, Mr. Hale. We look to you to come to our house and save our child. Has your child ills too? <laughs> her soul, her soul seems flown away. <laughs> this just reminds me of some like old actress in the back. Her soul. A, she's just like trying to be relevant right now. <laughs> her soul. <laughs> she just got a mark like a martini glass just filled with gin. Her soul. Okay, anyway. Oh, God. She sleeps and yet she walks. <laughs> she cannot eat. Cannot eat? To Proctor and Corey. Do you men also have afflicted children? Uh, who's parents? Okay. No, no. These are farmers, John Proctor. He don't believe in witches. <laughs> uh, I never spoke on witches one way or the other. Uh, well, you, you come, Charles? <laughs> no, no, John. I think not. I have some few queer... Co <laughs> Sorry. Queer means strange in this in this context. I have some few queer questions of my own to ask this fellow. <laughs> I, uh, I heard you you be a sensible man, Mr. Hale. I, I hope that you'll uh, you'll leave some of it in Salem and, and then Proctor leaves. <laughs> I said that like I was sad. <laughs> Will you look at my... Oh, sorry, hold up. That's, uh, that's somebody else. Will you will you look at my daughter, sir? Hell crosses right to bed, followed by Paris. Corey follows to UL of Paris, upper left. Leads Hale to the bed. She's tried to leap out the window. We discovered her this morning on the high road, waving her arms as though she'd fly. Tries to fly? She cannot bear it a bit to hear the Lord's name, Mr. Hale. That's the sure sign of witchcraft of folk. It can only be the answer. <laughs> no, no. Now, let me instruct you. We cannot look at this to the superstition in this. The devil is precise. The marks of his presence is definite as stone. And we must look only for his proper signs and judge nothing beforehand. I must tell you that all that I shall not proceed, unless you are prepared to believe me, if I should... Find no trace of hell in this. It is... Hold up. That's Paris. Oh, okay. Alright. It's agreed, sir. It is agreed. We will abide by your judgment. I'm just gonna have to shift that just slightly. Good then. Now, sir. <laughs> what were your first warning of this strangeness? Are you trying for the list? add the list at this point because you're already doing it. I find it as well. It's slowly <laughs> shifting out so that I can somehow just... I fucking I love the list. <laughs> okay. You see the list. Okay. Where am I? Oh, fuck where I'm... Oh, right here. 
Jake. Oh, what? Oh, okay. What, sir? I discovered and my niece Abigail and 10 or 12 of the other girls dancing in the forest last night like a bunch of liberals. You permit dancing? <laughs> no, no. It were secret. Mr. Pat's slave has knowledge of conjuring, sir. You cannot be sure of that, Goody Ann. I knew it, sir. I sent my child to learn from Tituba, who murdered her sister. Tituba, her name was Tituba. No, I don't know why that was so hard for me. <laughs> Goody Ann, you sent a child to conjure up the dead? Let God blame me! Not you! Not you, Rebecca! I'll have a lot of you judging me anymore! Mr. Hales is a natural work to lose several children before they live a day! <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a fucking shit <laughs> this is show. This such a shit show. <laughs> the story, and not the, 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 the acting is great right now, but we're yeah. doing the fucking stories of shit show. I know. Shh! Hey, leafing through the book. Seven dead in childbirth? (laughs) (laughs) What book is that? I don't like people to read. What's this, uh, Hale? With a tasty love of intellectual pursuits, looking at an open book. Here is all the invisible world. Shot, divined, and calculated. Okay, yes, this list fits perfectly. <laughs> this is great. I think I figured out what I'm actually going to do here. Now looking at them, they're all enthralled with this. In these books, the devil stands stripped of all his brute disguises. <laughs> here are your family spirits, your incubi and succubi. <laughs> <laughs> your wishes and go... Wait... Your wishes that go by land, by air, and by the sea, your wizards of the night and of the day, have no fear now. We shall find him out if he has come among us, and I mean to crush him utterly if he has shown his dumb face. (laughs) Story crosses near the bed looking at Betty. Rebecca. I'm sorry. My boy. Um. Will it hurt the child, sir? I cannot tell. If she is truly in the devil's grip, we may have to rip her and tear her to get free. Oh, sorry. Rip and tear to get her free. I think I'll go then. I am too old for this. <laughs> I'm getting too old for this shit. Basically. <laughs> Basically. She's like Riggs from fucking Lethal Weapon. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Why, Rebecca, we may open up the boil of all our troubles. Ooh, that's fucking gross. Let us hope for that. Up towards our... I go to God for you, sir. Oh, y'all need Jesus. I hope you do not know... I hope you do not mean to go to Satan here. Or do not mean we go to Satan here. I wish I knew. She goes out. <laughs> fucking... Oh, damn! All right, here. <laughs> Who's Pondum? God damn it. Oh, that's that was, you, that Dizzy. <clears throat> Come, Mr. Hale, let's get on. Sit you here. Hale sits on stool. Mr. Hale, I am 
Always wanted to ask shit. Okay. Don't go on that road. Alright. <laughs> I've always wanted to ask. <laughs> Did you hear me before you started? You know this is funny? It makes me think of that SNL skit with the fucking Park the car in the Harvard Yard. Yeah, no, no, park the car in the Harvard Yard. Take it to the Boston accent. Go to the fucking Boston, Mac. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> nah, I lost my spot. Fuck. Okay, alright, 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 alright. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you gotta do it again, shit. <laughs> Wrong on that road. Mr. Hale, I've always wanted to ask a learned man what signifies the reading of a strange book. <laughs> um. <laughs> what books? Anne raises. I cannot tell she hides them. Who judged this? <laughs> Martha, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't keep it together, fuck. I have walked that night many times upon her on the corner, reading of a book. I know she cannot read. Now, what do you make of that? Well, that's not necessarily. It discomforts me. <laughs> Last night, mark this, I tried and tried and could not say my prayers. <laughs> and then she closed her book. Shit, I can't do it. Nah. <laughs> And then she closed the book and walks out of the house and suddenly I mark this awkward prog and <laughs> suddenly becomes like ta- I'm trying to, I'm not trying to become Forrest Gump but it's almost accidentally getting there. Ah just stop it your prayer. This is strange. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to speak further on that with you. <laughs> I'm not saying she's touched the devil now. But I'd admire to know what book she's reading and why she hides them. You're not answering me, y'all see. Hey. Hey. We'll discuss it. <laughs> now, mark me, if the devil's in her, you will witness some frightful wonders in this room. So please to keep your wits about you, Mr. Putnam. Stand close in case she flies. Turns to Betty and helps us sit up. Now, Betty, dear, will you shut up? Sit up. It sounds like it said, will you shit up? <laughs> hmm. Can you hear me? I am John Hale, Minister of Beverly. I have come to help you, dear. Do you remember my two little girls in Beverly? This almost sounds... Okay, no no joke. This sounds like fucking Cousin Fester. Or Uncle Fester for the Adams family. Uh, How else can I think of the Beverly Hills? Yes! That's Weezer! Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna sue us. Hey. I don't care. Right. They don't have any money. We're working at the 7-Eleven. Anyway. How can it be the devil? Why would he choose my house to strike? What victory the dev- would the devil have to Nassau already had? It's the best the devil wants. And who is better than the minister? <laughs> Ponder that question, Dungeon Master. <laughs> <laughs> that's deep, Mr. Pass. Real deep. <laughs> that, that's deep, rather. <laughs> Does someone afflict you, child? It not need to be a woman, mind you, or a man. Perhaps some bird invisible to others come to you? Perhaps a pig or any beast at all? Is there some figure birds that you fly? And pauses, passes his hand over her face. E nomine domine sabbath. 
Sui Felice Felice Ite ad Infernos. I can't I can't do it with the fucking Just, list because it's Latin and I, I, I need to know what type of bird should I get off the right die. <laughs> Betty is laid back on pillow and looks at Abigail. Ab oh hold up. Uh, um, is that Abigail? That's kinda weird. No no no, okay. No. Okay, I know he's asking a question. Abigail looks at Betty. What sort of dancing were you doing with her in the forest? Why, common dancing is all. I thought I ought to say that I, I saw a kettle in the grass where they were dancing, smoking the weed. That were only soup. What the fuck? What kind of answer is that? That's a bullshit answer. Soup? What sort of soup were in the kettle, Abigail? Why, it were beans and lentils, I think, and... Mr. Paris, did you not notice, did you, any living thing in her kettle, a mouse perhaps, a spider, a frog? <laughs> Paris looks at him. Abigail, historically seeing Paris. Hysterically. <laughs> not <laughs> historically <laughs> seeing Paris. Historically seeing Paris. Stop, stop. Sorry. Um, that frog jumped in. We never put it in. <laughs> That's aggressive. That frog's already in there. <laughs> <laughs> a frog, Abby! We never put it in! Abigail, it may be your cousin is dying. Did you call the devil last night? I never called him. Teacher would call him. She called the devil! <laughs> it's getting fucking wild over here. I should like to speak with Tichuba. Paris takes Anne to the door and returns as he goes out. Anne, will you bring her up? How did she call him? I don't know not. She spoke Barbados. That's that's the most southern thing I could possibly hear from you. I don't know. She spoke to Barbados. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not the asshole in this scenario. No, I'm I, not either. I'm just doing the voice. I know, man. I'm just, I'm just here for the paycheck. Did you feel any strangeness when she called him? A sudden cold wind, perhaps? Or trembling below the ground? I didn't see no devil. Betty frantically. Betty, wake up! Betty, Betty! <laughs> you cannot evade me, Abigail. Did your cousin drink any of the brew in that kettle? She never drank it. Did you drink it? No, sir. <laughs> Did Tichuba ask you to drink it? She tried, but I refused. I gotta do one side of my mouth, not both. Because when I start doing the fucking sound with both ends, it's pretty much indiscernible. <laughs> Then why are you concealing? Have you sold yourself to Lucifer? I never sold myself. I'm a good girl. I... Anne enters with Tichuba. I did drink of the kettle. She made me do it. She made Betty do it. What the fuck? You're a bad liar. That makes me upset. Abby! She makes me drink blood. Blood? My man, it's blood! Jesus I'm a fucking moment, I'm sorry. <laughs> that one was probably not a good thing to shout, but that's alright. We're doing a... We're just telling people we're doing a spooky podcast. <laughs> Too spooky for me.com. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, no. Chicken's blood. I, I gave you chicken's blood. <laughs> Woman, have you enlisted these children for the devil? No, no, sir. I don't truck with the devil. Hail of Betty. Why can she not wake? Are you silencing this child? I love me, Betty. 
Uh, this is yeah okay. Yeah, sorry, the me part is kind of throwing me off. You You have sent your spirit out upon this child, have you not? Are you gathering souls for the devil? She sent her spirit on me in church. She made me laugh at prayer. Well, fucking something's got to lighten the mood in that building. <laughs> I'm a good Catholic now. Most of it's just making us sad. She'd often laughed at prayer. She comes to me every night to go and drink blood. You beg me to conjure, Abby. She beg me make charm. I'll tell you something. She comes to me while I sleep. She's always making me dream corruptions. You're just... No. Abby! <laughs> Abigail, at right of Betty's head, hysterically horrified. Sometimes I wake and find something standing in the open doorway and not a stitch on my body. What? Oh, no. That, that means that she's... Okay. Covering herself with her arms, arms turning upstage in a way. I always hear her laughing in my sleep. I hear her singing her Barbados songs and tempting me with... Tishiba, I want you to wait. Hold up. Um, that what the fuck is going on there? Um, are we supposed to? I'm not doing that at the same time because I can't do that. Tishiba, I want you to wake the child, Mister Reverend. I never, I I have no power on this child, sir. You must certainly you, and you will lose her from it now. <laughs> when did you compact with the devil? I did not compact. I don't compact with no devil. Sorry. You're good. God damn it, there's so many fucking characters. <laughs> you confess yourself. I will make you out. Sorry, I will take you out and whip you to your death, Tichuba. Fucking chill out, bro. Putnam. Oh, there's a, oh, there's a Putnam line. Damn. Yeah, no shit. That's why I said it. This woman must be hanged. She must be taken and hanged. No, no. Don't hang Tichuba. I'll tell him. I don't desire to work for him, sir. Who's the devil? Now, Tishuba. Oh, sorry. Who the devil? Now, Tishuba, I know that when we bind ourselves to hell, it is very hard to break with it entirely. Now we are going to help you tear yourself free. <laughs> sorry. That voice is so bad. You would be a good Christian woman, are you not, Tishuba? Aye, sir. A good Christian woman. And you love these little children? Oh, yes, sir. I don't desire to hurt little children. And you love God, Tichuba? I love God with all my being. Now, in God's holy name, bless him, bless him. And to his glory, eternal glory, bless him, bless God. Open yourself, Tichuba. Open yourself and let God's holy light shine on you. Oh, bless the Lord. When the devil comes to you, does he ever come with another person? Perhaps another person in the village, someone you know. Who came with him? Sarah Good? Did you ever see Sarah Good with him? Or Osborne? Well, that's a fucking hell of a suggestion. <laughs> was it a man or a woman came with? Was, was a woman. What woman? A woman you said? What woman? <laughs> it was black dark and I, you could see him. Why could you not see her? Well, well, they was always talking and they was always running around and carrying on. You mean out of Salem? Salem witches? Hale indicates to Paris to take it easy. Whoa now, bro. Slow your roll. <laughs> I believe so, yes, sir. Hale calmly now takes her hand. Tishuba, 
You must have no fear to tell us who they are. Do you understand? We will protect you. The devil can never overcome a minister. You know that, do you not? I, sir. Oh, I do. Do you, or sorry, you have confessed yourself to witchcraft, and that speaks a wish to us. There's too much fucking lisp going on. <laughs> to come to heaven's side, and we will bless you, Tichuba. I, I want to know what that sounds like on the audio recording. That may have fucked that, because they may not be able to pick that up. Oh, yeah. it'll pick it up. Okay, I hope so. I, sir, oh, I, I do. Oh, hold up. Fuck. Um, did I reread that? Uh, okay, all right. You've confessed yourself to witchcraft? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Sorry, I, in the process, I must have reread it on accident. Uh, oh, God bless you, Mr. Hale. You are God's instrument, put in your hands to discover the devil's agents among us. You are selected, Tichuba. You are chosen to help us cleanse our village. So speak utterly, Tichuba. Turn your back on him and face God. Face God, Tichuba, and God will protect you. Oh, God, protect Tichuba. Who came to you with the devil? Two, three, four, how many? Tichuba pants and begins rocking back and forth, staring ahead. There was four. There was four. Who? Who? Their names. Their names! False flag. <laughs> oh, how many times he bid me to kill you, Mr. Pears. Kill me? Tichuba starting to weep. He said Mr. Pears must be killed. Mr. Paris, no god, goodly man. Mr. Paris, mean man, no gentleman. And he bids me to rise out of my bed and cut your throat. Paris backs away a step, then straighten up, and they aghast. I tell him, no! I don't hate that man. I don't want to kill that man. But he say he work for me, Tichuba, and I make you free. I give you a pretty dress to wear and put you way high up in the air so you can fly back to Barbados. And I say, you lie, devil, you lie. Then he come on one stormy night to me, and he say, look, I have white people belong to me, and I look, and there was goody good. Sarah Good! <laughs> Tichuba rocking violently. Aye, sir, and Goody Osborne. I knew it. Goody Osborne were a midwife. To be three times, I begged you, Thomas, that I not, I begged him not to call Osborne, because I feared her. My babies have always shriveled in her hands. Hail, during this, Tichuba is crying praises to the Lord. Take courage. You must give us all your names. <laughs> this, I, oh my fucking God. Oh God. Oh my fucking God. Okay. <laughs> How can you bear to see these children suffering? Look at them, Tichuba. He is indicating Betty to, on the bed. Look at your God-given innocence. Their souls are so tender, we must protect them. Tishiba, the, the devil is out and preying on them like a beast upon the flesh of the pure lamb. God will bless you for your help. Abigail, hands clasped, eyes closed. I want to open myself. Oh. I want the light of God. I want the sweet love of Jesus. I danced with the devil. I saw him. I wrote in his book. I go back to Jesus. I kiss his hand. I saw Sarah good. Betty's hands appear above, headboard raised toward heaven. With the devil... I saw Goody Osborne with the devil. I saw Bridget Bishop with the devil. As she is speaking, Betty picks it up as a chant. <laughs> Betty has all turned her. I saw George Jacobs with the devil. I saw Goody Howe with the devil. <laughs> she speaks. She speaks. 
Glory to God, it is broken there free. <laughs> Betty, calling that out hysterically and with great relief. I saw Marshall Bellows with the devil. It is rising to a great glee. I saw Goody Sibler with the devil. And to be honest, we're just basically saying everybody's fucking everybody in this town. That's basically what they're getting at. Well, Marshall, I'll call the Marshall. <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry. Marshall, I'll call the Marshall. Let the Marshall bring irons. I saw Alice Barrow with the devil. I saw Goody Pike with the devil, and we'll do the other things. I saw, I saw Goody Haskins with the devil. That's in more of you. I saw Mr. Barton with the devil. I saw Goody Cobb with the devil. I saw Goody Franken with the devil. I saw Goody Hoffa with the devil. On their aesthetic cries, the curtain falls. To act, sorry, scene two of act one. All right. Uh, 